Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio, a collaborative community of explorers in conscious living. Your voice may be the ultimate link with who you truly are. It's your instrument that can deliver true communication, sharing really an energetic presence as you speak. And so the energy of your words impacts the listener. Um, It creates a vibratory resonance within them. And so when you speak from your true essence, there's a power, there's an integrity, an integrity of heart, really. And my guest today brings her genius to igniting this power within you. So please stay tuned. I know it's going to be mm, a really juicy conversation. I'm Laurie Seymour, host of Wisdom Talk Radio and founder and CEO of the Baca Institute. Head over there to the Baca Institute to discover your quantum connection. And it's a quantum connection with your inner guidance by taking the quantum connection quiz. We're each designed to connect with what we could say the the energetic universe. We're each designed to connect with that differently. That's source. And knowing your own style is the first step in aligning with your own inner guidance at a deeper level than you thought you ever could. It's the secret to having abundant flow in both your business and your personal life. So, Dr. Doreen Downing is a psychologist and a public speaking anxiety expert. With her seven secrets to essential speaking, find your voice, change your life, she helps people speak without fear. She offers individual and group coaching and hosts her own podcast. You can find videos filled with public speaking tips on her YouTube channel, and I will include that as well as her website in the show notes. So welcome, Dr. Doreen Downing. I'm really, really looking forward to our time together today. We've had such a beautiful time before, you know, and in earlier conversations. So I'm excited. I am too, Lori. In fact, your first few words today, I had my, uh, I felt in awe of the way that you expressed it. And so few people really understand about speaking and where it comes from. And so much is about being a better speaker rather than being connected to more deeply the truth inside of you. How beautifully said. Yeah, there are so many people who just get get confused about that, I think, and think if I learn more skills, if I just practice and get my speech down, well, then A, I won't be scared and B, I'll be a success, whatever that means. But until we have that interconnection, it's, it's kind of a moot point. Yes, but there's so many trainings out there that do... Uh, help people be able to give better speeches. And I have my own life experience when I was faced with uh, the choice to dive deeper into myself around overcoming my own fear. I already had my PhD in psychology, but you could hide when you are in your office sitting with one person at a time. 
And well, that's, I could have done that for years and years until somebody asked me to give a presentation at a conference. And I said, no, I'm too afraid. Ah. And uh, he confronted me saying, isn't fear your business? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I know. So is it like, okay, the, the veil or the curtain is, mm-hmm. is uh, dropped. And yeah, I, and I, that's partly, you know, moments for people out there thinking that uh, there's no, no, nothing out there except for something like Toastmasters or speaking trainings that help you be a better speaker. But no, it's much, much deeper than just learning how to give a good speech. Yeah, I remember my most of the most important teacher in my life would say often, you teach what you need to learn. And so I, I know by this time you have mastered this and yet it's, there's always something new when we're talking about connecting with who we are. So can you start us out by, and maybe you've already been touching on this because it's in the title of your book, but what does essential speaking mean? What does it mean to you? It's exactly what you said in the beginning today. Okay. <laughs> it is about. I didn't know that, folks. I really didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go back and listen, everyone, because you captured it so beautifully, articulately, and really, it is about uh, knowing, connecting. But you have to know how and this how to connect. Number one, and what are you connecting with? And it's you said it. It's a in a lot of your work is inner guidance and I call it the essence and, you know, it could be the, if you really want to go deeply, the soul or the spirit. Mm -hmm. But I think that our educational system teaches us the A, B, C's, and it doesn't teach us about how to be, Mm -hmm. (laughs) be who we really are, uh, who we are and who we're meant to be and how to speak from that and get get a new sense of what words feel like when they're coming from the essence of who we are. Oh, that's so beautifully said. It just creates a picture for me when you said that you know, it, how words create that and um, that we get to know ourselves in the, almost in the process of speaking. Yes. 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 Well, there, you know, I think that what you and I are starting to uncover for folks is that there's the whole idea about words and making up better words and using words to look good. Mm-hmm. And that's the, you know, the message. But you are the messenger. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's even you are the message. You are the absolute. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I am. (laughs) I am rather than, you know, if you're talking about love, I'm talking about love. How about I am love and speaking from love? Yeah. How does it come out when you are the being of what you're talking about? We're getting pretty deep here, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm not surprised given who the two of us are. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. So, wow, I'm I'm going in a few different directions inside of me because um, I'm thinking about the way in which charismatic speakers claim a stage and get people excited. and, And yet I often feel like 
there's an agenda with the charisma, if that makes any sense to you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Have, is that something you've thought about? Because it, it's very different than being the message. It's more like I am putting all of this emotion into my words so that I convince you, so that you buy from me, so that you, you know, do what I want you to do, whatever that might be. Yes. Uh, to me, what you're describing is a difference between what I might call a dynamic speaker mm-hmm. and a magnetic speaker. Ah. Right. And that a dynamic speaker might have all the techniques and the tools and like you say, vocal variety and, <laughs> and, and has studied speech making. Right. In such a way that they know how what using words to persuade or convince or uh, so that there's a that's what the whole purpose is kind of like an agenda maybe that you're you're talking about Mm -hmm. and to me a magnetic speaker is one that's much more lined up with who they are what it is the truth of what they are there for and there's a a much different in fact i think a magnetic speaker when you think of magnetism it draws you towards them and a dynamic speaker would be throwing the words and the ideas and Mm -hmm. (laughs) trying to do the hype that you're talking about and a magnetic speaker is much more of a receiver and and draws somebody into perhaps that desire or that curiosity or that uh, longing, maybe. Is there, a, is there a, an igniting process in there? Because it seems like that. It, it, at least that's the word that just was popping into my consciousness as, as you were saying that. It's almost like the, the magnetic speaker ignites something within someone. Well, I think a magnetic speaker, my sense is, you know, we're talking about difference between dynamic and uh, magnetic and dynamic is kind of all full of fire. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. And maybe a magnetic <laughs> Watch our speaker. metaphors here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And maybe a magnetic speaker is uh, got a candle inside that's uh, glowing and there's more of a radiance, a light that is radiating outward maybe mm-hmm. and that 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 captivates or compels people to listen and kind of that's that's what's coming to me now about the difference as you talk about it and the igniting in inside of other people is there's there's kind of a response uh oh yes tell me more of course both styles Mm -hmm. you know an audience can say yes to but i think uh, my work is about helping people be comfortable in more of this being able to speak in such a way that it draws people to them. Is part of that, because we, we have the action in, in the words, at least, of essential speaking. And I'm thinking about how, at least my imagination of what you're describing and how you're describing it is that there's something that it touches of the essence in another. So it's if when I'm speaking from my own essence, from who I am, there's a there is a corresponding resonance within someone else. I feel that with you, Laurie, today. 
Yeah. And all of our conversations, I feel like your ability to tap into the the depth within and feel the strength and power of who you really, truly are, you know, helps me go down into my inner realms and feel like I'm grounded, centered, Mm -hmm. and my voice is coming up. My voice isn't coming from my head and I'm trying to teach Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to convince or you know i'm trying to get you to (laughs) be impressed by me what i'm really it it, to me it's about relationship that we are having and to me speaking to an audience can be that having a relationship with one person at a time and that that uh, kind of circle of energy that you're talking about Mm -hmm. if you really intentionally look and listen rather than only speak mm-hmm, <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to one of your uh, audience members and then another audience members. It's like having individual conversations throughout the whole time. Yeah. So that there is, is an energy dynamic that's cre- being created all the time. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. On all these, you know, like if you have 100 people, wow, ooh, 100 channels. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot to to embody and to relate with. You know, I do work with people who say, oh, I can't be that, you know, you know real sensitive types. Mm-hmm. I, I can't do that because there's too much out there, too much mm-hmm. energy. I take on other people's energy. Mm-hmm. And how I work with that is to help people know how to ground and stay centered in their own beingness that they don't. They don't lose that and that they could stay there. They could look at a whole whole audience, individuals in that whole audience and just feel like they are radiating into the people who are listening. And the way that I work with that if we want to get to those seven secrets in my book, but uh, I do want to get to that. So whenever (laughs) whenever it's appropriate, but, but that what you're speaking about is really important. It's, and it's not just important about speaking. It's important about for anyone who feels that kind of, or has that kind of sensitivity, you know, energetic sensitivity to, as you're saying, ground in yourself, keep that connection. And that's where your focus is, even as you're interacting or speaking or sharing with another. Yeah. It's like, stay, stay, (laughs) stay, don't wander off. Yeah. Yeah. And people feel like maybe they're bombarded by all that, you know, especially those of us who are sensitive, Mm -hmm. but this, the power of presence and we could talk about that in a minute but the power of presence keeps you right right smack dab in the middle of now where you are safe and Mm. uh, clear so that yeah i'd love you for you to speak about that power of presence and and maybe you could tie it to or maybe these are two different questions. I'm not sure. Cause I want, I also want you to talk about why people are so anxious about public speaking and, and what that fear is and how that fear gets in the way. 
So maybe that is a good yeah. lead or segue we, into presence. We, we should go back because that's our okay. topic, right? It's about yes. fear and, and why people, and that's my, my specialty is the whole idea about being anxious when you are speaking in public. Okay, we'll go back to that. Uh, so isn't it amazing that we can be comfortable, most of us can be comfortable speaking to one person, and then you put two, three, uh-oh, four, five, six, yikes, seven, eight, nine, ten, well, I can't do this, hundreds, <laughs> ah, isn't that amazing that what happens to our bodies, that uh, we go into a stress situation, and I do think that perhaps um, just being social animals that we are, it is stressful. I'm, I'm not saying it's not stressful to be in situations where you are the center of attention and you have no control over what people are thinking about you. <laughs> and how do you be comfortable in such a situation? So, I mean, how to is a different conversation than why. So continuing on the why, uh, so much research has been done around uh, this, our brains and our animal brains, the, you know, the primitive brain that stores memories and not, I would say, not only the memories since we were born, but uh, perhaps, <laughs> perhaps it's in our genetics, you know, mm -hmm. that, you know, where we eventually you know where if whatever you believe about where we came from <laughs> that perhaps perhaps there's something just already instinctively in our bodies about fear and are we being threatened or not there's kind of a bottom line of survival you know am i going to be eaten or not mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and is this is this person going to prey is this a predator or am i safe Mm -hmm. So it, it feels like we can go to just that basic level of how our brains work yes. and how our bodies respond. And um, so that that's just one level of it, I would say. Mm -hmm. And then the second level, because I'm a psychologist and I've studied way so much about human development mm -hmm. and of course yes what we come into this universe with and where we land who we land with mm -hmm. <laughs> well, who are those basic first eyes and arms and who holds us and how do they hold us and how do they welcome our little goo goo gaga <laughs> mm -hmm. or are we ignored and so as we grow into this environment we learn is that's to me where the first sense of our voice first sense is you know where we're goo goo and gaga and then eventually mama pop you know all those kinds of early kind of articulations of voice is there a uh, a yes bat are you being mirrored is the word i use uh, by in such a way that you go oh i feel good about myself and there is a stage i'll just at two uh, where you go it's called the uh, you're the oyster, you know, you're, you're the center of uh, the pearl in the oyster and you're just mm. me, me, me. <laughs> and it's called healthy narcissism. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't get that reflected back like the 
the applaud back when the little kid <laughs> when you take the <laughs> first step or yes. bring home your A report card. <laughs> exactly. All those places, you know, and what if your surroundings get joy out of you, you then isn't this interesting? That's where you begin to develop confidence in yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to me, it feels like it's a very early time when oh, we've got to go back sometimes to say, oh, what happened? What mm. happened that uh, nobody heard you or listened or you were, people were indifferent to you or they, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they attacked you or assaulted you. There's all sorts of trauma early on in life. So, and uh, people think a lot of times that, well, that happened in the past. Now's now. Mm-hmm. So in terms of answering that first question about how does fear start, the fear of speaking of all things, like the vo- you having a voice, to me, it feels like there's a lot of ancient, primitive stuff, mm-hmm. Working, mm-hmm. physiological stuff, basic personality stuff, but also environmental. And so as we come to... To claiming our own voice, to standing within ourselves, to say what it is that we want to say, to recognize our own genius, really, you know, to recognize all of those gifts and to shine the light on those as we get to speak, as we get to share in in a speaking mode, especially in a, you know, a one to many kind of situation. Um. And we've gone beyond the, is this a room of mastodons that are going to trample me? Or, oh, let me, let me see. Let me see what it is that I really want to say. Because when we turn the focus back onto, what do I want to say? Who, do, who am I? What is it that I have to share? There's something in that that starts to shift the dynamic, I think. Yes, there's a knowing uh, you're you're talking about, uh, but it's a journey. It's a journey to know yourself, a self-realization. And it's also a journey to understand yourself and how you might be projecting that those are monsters, <laughs> animals out there. And where did you first learn that monsters are out there maybe early on when you really did have a monster for a parent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So then you, you connect the dots about how that, that first, you know, when you do that inner journey of self-discovery, it's like, Mm -hmm. Ooh, I'm looking out at those people and I'm feeling like I'm being judged. Well, uh, what are those judgments, Mm -hmm. you know, and where's that going to lead you? And I, I just did a, a session with somebody earlier and it was like, they're going to judge me. Yes. But what are they going to say? Well, they're going to say, I, why, why am I here? I shouldn't have this job. Mm-hmm. Um, and then well, so then what will that mean for you? What's going to happen next? <clears throat> well, um, I'm going to feel bad. Well, what does that really mean? Well, I'm going to feel embarrassed. Ah, we're getting closer. Mm-hmm. Oh, and if you're embarrassed, what? I'm going to feel humiliated. So that then we go humiliated. Ooh, there's a there's a kind of I'm even feeling it in my body right charge. now. Yes. 
there's a charge. So what we need to do is to go where some of those original, where the original charge is humiliated. Mm -hmm. Where else in your life have you had that very same feeling? Mm -hmm. I remember in kindergarten crying. I mean, this is way back, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Crying when my mom left and then everybody was laughing at me. Mm-hmm. And I have another one where a fellow was a uh, baseball, little league baseball, and his father, when he struck out, the kid struck out, yelled from the stands, you sissy. And mm-hmm. so that, that humiliation and that shame and that mm-hmm. embarrassment feels like it's a deep source. And I I like to get back to that with people and help them see that uh it's still operating on some level. Those wires are still still firing mm-hmm. <laughs> when they're in front of people. <laughs> yes, yes. And from another side of the, the inner journey, how do you help people? So you've talked about the fear and, and the humiliation and, the, you know, some of those early... <laughs> early places that that um, perhaps are the root of some of the the current day kinds of things. On the other side of it, how do you help people connect with what I think of as the heart of their speaking, the heart of who they are and what it is that they wish to share? Oh, that's so that's so I love that phrase, the heart of what they want to share. Well, first they have to do the uh, self-exploration of, you know, sorting out what they're afraid of. And so the, f- the first thing in terms of um, moving towards the heart of what you have to say is to look at all the blocks, right? Mm-hmm. And to be able to move through it, which means you have to face fear. You have mm-hmm. to move towards it. Most people, you know, trying to feel the fear and do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my <laughs> definition of courage. <laughs> yes. No, all yes. the things that I have been afraid of in my life. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and still, you know, some of them, there's always a new one. <laughs> well, uh, what I, I say is uh, feel, move towards the fear. So it's a little extended beyond feel the fear and do it anyway, because I want to be able to help people not feel the fear. Yes. So you're right. It's courage. It's mm-hmm. courage to say, okay, I'm going to move through the fear and I'm going to go towards something. I don't know what mm-hmm. something is. What I don't know, but it, it's what you just said. It has to do with the heart of who I am, the heart of my, whatever it is I want to say. And so after moving through the blog, but I've always, I always, people come to me because they hear that I work with the essence, the mm-hmm. essence of who they are, and they want to have more of authenticity and be more true to who they are. And so uh, there's a sense of people who already work with me that they know where they're going. Ah, uh, okay. They, they they have a sense that they're going to get there. Maybe, hopefully. <laughs> I started with somebody, and it was like, oh, I don't think I can. To after our first session, well, I wish I could. And then another little bit of work. Well, maybe I hope I can. <laughs> ah, you know, so that the whole belief system that you mm-hmm. carry about mm-hmm. what's possible for you that has to be. Um, 
manage first of all is to help mm-hmm. people see the possibility <laughs> yeah yeah because our our conceptions and, and um assumptions will will determine what we do or not do uh, and so yes. getting to that that heart of who they are because so it's one is for, um for me there's there's the going backwards but then there's the how do i move into what's possible how do I start to envision and mm, navigate into what's been unknown to make it known? First, it's that um, possibility, right? Mm-hmm. First, it's the belief that something else is possible. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's tapping into, uh, sometimes by doing that inner uh, discovery work, the search that I've just talked about, you find something that you, a spirit, a piece of your spirit you left behind. In fact, most of your spirit, you probably left behind if you have anxiety about speaking. And one fellow had uh, in sixth grade, he asked a question in a sex education class about masturbation. And of course he was bullied (laughs) and he remembers that. But in our work, we look back at it and we re- we reframed it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he said, I was the only one who had enough courage to mm-hmm. ask. He says it was on everybody's mind. Of course, Nobody it was. Had the courage. <laughs> you see, that's exactly what I was thinking was, oh, my goodness, he was in sixth grade and he had, wow, the capacity to do that. How? Yeah. So what a different sense of confidence that mm-hmm. gives, right? By reframing so that that's one way to do it is you don't just go back and look at how you suffered and mm-hmm. you go back to look for how you, uh, what you left behind and also the the gifts you have, the strengths you had. Mm-hmm. So that's one way I would say, but the other way is also um, having a vision of, I think everybody had, well, my sense <laughs> with everybody could if they go maybe in a guided meditation, have a, an image of what that is, that uh, essence of who they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another person, I do something called essence appreciation. Mm. And we, I acknowledge something about them intuitively that I feel. And uh, I'll say a few things and then they'll go, that's it. That's it. Mm. That's true for me. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is true. I, and um, one word I was, gee, you're so engaging. You're so energetic. And then, you know, you're vibing. And he goes, ah, oh, that's it. And he now takes that word, I am vibrant mm. in every speaking situation. He mm-hmm. told me every time before he goes, he closes his eyes, drops down and goes to, I am vibrant. And it empowers him. Of course it does. Of course <laughs> it does. Because it, it is part of that aspect of truth. Yeah. I mean, and that's why I created the quantum connection quiz is because when people start to, to recognize what their kind of original or, or baseline way of, of operating with their own connection with the universe yes, and, and validate that and honor it and see, Oh, here's where I can deepen that. Here's where I can learn more. Here's where, 
maybe it um, gets in my way. Not maybe not gets in my way. Maybe it. Here's what I could develop to really master, become a master in this. <clears throat> it it changes how we recognize how we show up in life, and then it changes, of course, what you draw to you. Yes. Yes, it's the whole idea of what we talked about earlier, magnetism. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're not only drawing other people in being a magnetic speaker, I, I think you're drawing yourself forward. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So in terms of the how, uh, I've already explained some of it, but I know we might run out of time. To mm-hmm. Yeah, I would all love for them. you to speak to that. Uh, so it, it's going to be more of a quick thing, but people can find my book on Amazon, The Seven mm-hmm. Secrets to Essential Speaking, Find Your Voice, Change Your Life. But so then what I do is teach a whole series of mindfulness techniques that help people remember the heart <laughs> that uh-huh. you're talking about. And so the first secret is be still, be silent. So. They're not coming to learning how to give a speech. They're learning how to be in such a way that words come more easily for them. And I think one of the biggest fears that we hear is, I'm going to go blind. I'm going to lose my (laughs) train of thought. And uh, so I think it's really important to learn to be comfortable in stillness. And, you know, that whole kind of, (laughs) I've ended what do I say now? And there's kind of a contraction that, and a holding of the breath uh-huh. as opposed to, oh, here's an opening. Here's a space. Maybe I just need to take a pause or maybe I need to say, hmm, I lost my train of thought. Where was I? And maybe somebody in the audience will say, you were saying. Mm-hmm. And it engages them. Right, right. So, and I keep coming back to magnetism because I think stillness is something that has a, a vibration, wouldn't you say? Something yes, like? yes, indeed. Absolutely. Yeah. In so many ways, I would say that, yes. <clears throat> right. Okay. So it's, it, you know, we think about words having vibration and that's what you said. But if words come from a, a stillness, mm-hmm. there's much more of a, a richness and the word you use was resonance. So... Beautiful, beautifully said. And, and, and it's meaningful to me on so many levels. One is because that's, that's a baseline for me about how people connect with themselves is, is by getting quiet because mm-hmm. it's not out there who we are. We, can't, we can discover it in relationship and we always still have to be coming, coming home, coming mm-hmm. back to yourself. And the only way I know to do that is in getting quiet. Mm-hmm. And learning how to then not only calm your body, and there are obviously physical <laughs> techniques to do that, <laughs> and same with the the mind, how to uh, quiet your mind. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I don't teach people or tell people to go out and meditate, but uh, I was on a session yesterday and we just did one minute and there was a, a dramatic shift in just one minute. And so my assignment to them was say, take your iPhone and do just one minute as many times of the day as you can. Mm-hmm. Breathing down, because breathing, of course, is mm-hmm. one of those techniques. So yeah, lots and lots of techniques out there to help people. Uh, and in 
essence, it's stress reduction techniques, right? Because that's what Yeah, happening. but that's, I mean, to call, yes, and I want to say, to call it that, it, God, it's so much more than that. And it's because you know that what it's connecting to, what it's enabling the connection to be. So we got to say, yeah, okay, stress reduction. That's the top level. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, just imagine somebody who's been plagued by anxiety, who has finally learned how to quiet their mind and mm-hmm. calm their body. That to me is confidence. It's not about being a confident speaker. It's about I, I know how to self-regulate. Finally. <laughs> wow. I know how to self-regulate. Mm-hmm. And that's only the first secret. And the second secret is be present. Okay. Yes. I wanted to get back to that. Thank you. Cause I had, it had vanished in the midst. So talk some about that, about being present. Already you and I have looked back and I've given you a couple examples of uh, early trauma or early childhood experiences that then get lodged in the hind brain and are even in the unconscious or subconscious that we have to become uh, aware of and how they affect people. So the past, that's the past. And people bring that into the present, right? So that's what's disturbing them, <laughs> causing mm-hmm. stress. <laughs> okay. And then the second way that people move out of the present is to look at the future, anticipate. <laughs> and I say you're rehearsing, um, you're rehearsing a disaster. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And then, right. of course, what are you creating? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then the, the whole practice is learning how to be right here, right now, in the present. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there are many techniques to do that. One that I love is just picking one object. I have a pen in front of me right now. Mm-hmm. It's only on the pen. It's black. Mm-hmm. It's got a little it's rubber on the end. Ooh, a tip. Ooh, a little shine at the tip. So all of that, just all of a sudden, refocus my brain and my being into right here, right now. Right. And um, it's just, it, that's powerful. So powerful to know that's what mindfulness is. Knowing that you're drifting off to the past or you're drifting off to the future. Mm-hmm. And that's not going to, um, that isn't where your power is. Right, right. I know that when I'm well doing anything, but yeah, I'm particularly thinking about speaking that it demands me being present. It demands me being in, in the moment and it demands my own connection with presence, you know, with that universal life flow. Because as soon as I'm wondering about what I'm going to say next, I've left the stage, so to speak. <laughs> You say it so well. <laughs> you never said it like that, but that's that's really what what happens. Yes, and actually, all of what we're talking about today isn't just about public speaking. The way you just said it was like life is a stage. Yes, you're yeah. going to walk into your boss's office and ask for a raise. <laughs> you know, you're going to come home to your family. Your family, you know, that's a whole stage of your life. And yes. uh, friends, going out to lunch with friends. Mm-hmm. So many stages we wow. Yeah, I you know it's 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 a profound thought when you really stop and realize that 
on on one hand, we're talking about, okay, a particular slice, but that's in inside that slice or contained within that slice. It's really the hologram for the whole universe. Yes. Yeah. So you're teaching about how to live. I would say that is true. And how do you market that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you are doing that. You're you're doing focusing on, okay, you're going to, you know, we're going to work with your fears about speaking. And then there's the bridge into, this is going to change your life. This is how you get your raise. This is how you um, have stronger and better relationships. This is, you know, all of those pieces because they're all connected, aren't they? (laughs) Yes. Well, that's why the, the subtitle that I've always had on my website, if they go there is find your voice, change your life. Absolutely. And claim your life. I mean, it's yeah. a, it's a claiming that I hear. Yes. Yeah. Providing the means for that. Yeah. Well, like you said, live. <laughs> <laughs> so um, just as, as a way of finishing up, this is I don't even know where I'm going to go with this, but I got invited last week. Uh, and I don't think I'm going to be able to accept the invitation, but I got invited last week to go speak to a half a million people. <clears throat> in a country on the other side of the world. <laughs> and um, and because I'd like smaller kind of venues, even if it's even if that's 3000, it because there's something that, with the intimacy there. And I thought, how does one create intimacy or some ex- feeling of intimacy with a half a million people? So I'm going to ask you that question. Is that is that possible? Oh, yes. Okay. Absolutely. And first, uh, the question people might be asking is, is it possible? I think we have to first help somebody believe that it is possible. Mm -hmm. Because if you live into the how, it feels like you start living your days into wondering how and and life shows you little, little bits. Uh-huh. signs all along the way mm-hmm. if you are in the inquiry of the how yes yes and it's not just one answer to how to me mm-hmm. and especially with your work it seems like we are all unique and individual and we have our own ways of finding our mm-hmm. <laughs> our own how and so that uh when I think about myself in that situation, I would first see the possibility, trust. I might do some mental rehearsals of me being there in the way that I want to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would also, every time I have a little bit of, I would do the coming back to present right here. You know, even as I'm preparing, I it's a practice to bring my body back to and clean up the the anxiety that's coming just in, in preparing. And then the actual how when I see myself there on that particular, I'm not sure if it would be like an Would that be an arena? I don't know. It's an outdoor stage, apparently, to be able to accommodate that kind of. Uh Yeah. Well, one would be what your the feel of being inside of you. 
And something we didn't talk about in terms of presence is relational presence is that you are present, but there's a relationship. And I don't know if lights would be on your eyes, but it would be one person at a time. Mm. You'd just be so surprised if you can be able to. I know Brene Brown does something like turn the lights on. I want to see people. (laughs) I've done that. I've done that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the whole idea of uh, relating to the, what we talked about earlier to one person at a time, which then it's interesting because people say, but what about that side of the audience or this side of the audience is that, but energetically, and you know about energy is that when you're really connected energetically to one person there's a radiance out so all the kind of the the pod you might say around that one person feels that in fact they even went oh i want more of what she has exactly (laughs) look at me me. (laughs) i hope hope she gives her energy to me too (laughs) that's that's really that's great advice and that and it just reframes the whole um the whole idea that could be so intimidating about it yeah first is admitting accepting yeah that the intimidation is stress right Mm -hmm. and then you know how to, we know how to work with stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we get into our belief systems and we start, then we start creating what is possible. And yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Doreen, thank you so much. This has been juicy. As I said in the beginning, I knew it would be. And, and thank you for um, engaging in what emerged today we didn't know we didn't know how we how this would be and what we would move into and um and i really value your your waving of being present to what is oh thank you thank you (laughs) any last words oh would you tell people again how to connect with you on your website well The rest of the secrets they can find in my in my book that's out on Amazon now, and um, they can get an infographic about what they are the seven and it would be let's see essentialspeaking.com my website probably has everything you can find the book there you can find coaching you can find i also have a podcast which you will be on soon so your listeners can follow you to my podcast find your voice change your life And if somebody feels like I'm the kind of person that they would like to work with, uh, connect with Doreen links to my calendar. So connect with Doreen. Okay. For folks. Wonderful. Thank you again so much for sharing your wisdom here. I really, really appreciate you. Thank you so much, Lori. And thank you to our listeners for being with us here today on Wisdom Talk Radio. Join us here regularly for more wisdom, discovery, and illumination. And I really do want to ask this. If you've loved today's show, please leave us a review, leave us comments, subscribe, because that helps other listeners to find this, to find the wisdom, to to really transform the world. And you can listen to us on anywhere that um, is your favorite place to listen to podcasts. So for more about how to deepen your, your connection with your own inner guidance, take the quantum connection style quiz now.
Thanks for joining us here at Wisdom Talk Radio. We wish you well in your conscious explorations. For more information and to join in the conversation, our website is wisdomtalkradio.com or at Wisdom Talk Radio on Facebook. 